Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun and laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. Hello, my beloved listeners. So today, there's a new thought, there's a new idea, and this searing, burning question. What is a human being? A human being begins with no thought, no knowledge, leading even up to its very conception. There is no time or place or space set in advance for the creation of a human. Predestined or coincidental? How? Where? When? Delving into these thoughts can churn up a stormy upheaval even in the calmest of minds. And then suddenly, unknowingly, the loving convergence of two beings transpired to make a third. I, Nirja, a life that began as a spark in the cool climbs of Kunur, travelled trustingly to Mumbai, inconst cosily in the womb of a loving and nurturing mother who blossomed in the protective and shielding arms of my strong, though silent, father. This little traveller then made her presence felt by default in Srinagar <laughs> and lo and behold, was born unsuspectingly on the dining table of her maternal grandparents' home. My arrival was eagerly awaited with bated breath and I was welcomed into the midst of a family that was ready to shower me with love, love and more abundant love. As a tiny tot, with open-eyed wonderment, I joyously grew up in the midst of nature's bountiful gifts. Whether it was green grass, chinar trees, chirping birds, flowing rivers, or 
awe-inspiring sunrises and sunsets as a backdrop for beautiful people gracefully poised in attractively colorful shikaras i eagerly absorbed it all imbibed it all internalized it all apart from this scintillating display of the five elements fire air space earth and water another seed was germinating simultaneously on its own it was a sense of acute awareness that had taken birth in a place of unknowing mess as i grew so did the little witness in me which i later on comprehended as a flower opens up and its fragrance flows into the atmosphere enhancing everything around it the fragrance of the love and affection that emanated from the collectively throbbing hearts of my family instilled in me a deep loving caring and sharing persona towards not only human beings but all other living creatures in god's phenomenal world the tenderness of the nurturing love that cocooned me in my childhood made me realize that it was this fragrance that attracted all other beings towards my family members and i this inherent quality has truly been gifted by a bountiful god and is not a monopoly to any individual amongst us but belongs equally to all those who are connected to me in flesh and blood renowned families automatically pass down their legacy from generation to generation inherited from their ancestors who were pathbreakers and influencers in their own right but what i have is incomparable to anything else in the world it is inexpressible for it goes way beyond all thought feeling and emotion i have the legacy of humanity the moving words that deeply touch my heart my very soul my very being are we are one but where do these thoughts and emotions arise from they cannot emerge out of nothingness they cannot be planted in barren land nor can they fructify if not nurtured lovingly with the warmth of the rays of the sun and the life-giving force of the water or is one born into this world automatically inclined towards believing that we all belong intrinsically and eternally to one another however one may look at it what is apparent is that a gentle push 
or a stern shove in the right direction helps a human being evolve in leaps and bounds and this is exactly what propelled me on the path of knowing that we are one and we belong to each other huge stories get triggered often by thought processes that are formulated by looking at life through a bird's eye view but in my case it was always via the little nirja's eye view happily in const on a chaotically colorful rug placed on a spot which they felt i could be vigilantly observed at regular intervals from the uppermost steps of the wooden staircase the boundaries of my little kingdom included a palatial home behind me and the cherries and passion fruits growing abundantly on the hedge on the right suddenly my panasonic view took in literally an enchanted forest where all the fairies elves and goblins cohabited in wondrous joyfulness amidst the vegetable patches and the cooling shade of the gigantic stately and gnarled walnut and almond trees this led to the old wooden gate sporting an equally ancient letterbox and a sign that proudly bore its identity swastika flanked on either side were the mulberry trees the fruit of which constantly got me into deep trouble later on in life by the smeared telltale signs of its juice swastika i wonder what my grandparents thought of when they named our home swastika to my left were the much adored strawberry and tomato patches that he and i spent innumerable hours squatting amicably on the ground covered with mud and dirt these and the delicate roses pansies and flowers amongst other flora lined our driveway in riotous colors constantly vying for the attention of the inmates of the household and those who chose to visit us with frequent regularity seated at my vantage viewpoint this little princess welcomed each and every one into her world with twinkling eyes and spontaneously unstoppable gurgling laughter whether they were relatives friends or strangers they always exchanged a few warm meaningful moments with me showering me with their love and affection before going in to meet my beloved grandparents my grandfather a slim tall gentleman royal and stately demeanor stood ramrod straight 
exuding an aura of one who would do anything to fight for his principles and to also met out justice for any righteous cause that was brought to his attention whether as the registrar of the cooperative societies traveling with the darbar or as the general manager of the jammu and kashmir bank after retirement he truly carried out undauntedly the responsibilities of the rao title that his excellency maharana pratap singh had bestowed on his grandfather the title rao bequeathed and handed down from generation to generation became the surname by which my mother's family was known my grandmother in her own right was a towering personality to contend with the open-armed welcoming all embracing qualities of her robust large-hearted twinkling-eyed perpetually smiling generous charisma drew towards her the love and affection of all and sundry the curiously inquisitive creature that i was observed the world coming in and out in and out through the rusty creaking gates i grew up in a household that believed that there was no differentiation between caste creed race societal rungs and any form of hierarchy each and every person was revered and respected as if god himself had made an appearance and given us a chance to worship him it didn't matter whether it was a shikara wala an education minister a sweeper or even someone belonging to a royal family they all came invited or otherwise and were given the same love and affection and fed with kava food fruits and mithais to the extent that their bellies could manage everyone who came into her sphere felt very special i'm telling you her aura expanded and extended way beyond her home her street her area she was literally a larger than life persona these were the kind of insights i grew up with and readily absorbed i learned that whether it was my mother her sisters and brother or the innumerable additions to the family their friends everyone had their secure space in the hearts the home and the hearth of the rao khanda as a very impressionable child i basked in the deflected glory of the deep respect regard and immense popularity my grandparents augured making me feel very special indeed it was a matter of great honor 
that Sheikh Abdullah himself attended my parents' wedding and stood in line with my grandfather, warmly welcoming the Bharat of the boy's family with deep humility. He chose not to touch even a morsel of food or imbibe a drop of water as he was also representing the girl's side, a custom that is still religiously followed in certain parts of our beloved country. I grew up drinking in with awe the knitted tapestries of deep and meaningful relationships that unfolded before my eyes. My cousins and I eagerly and impatiently waited to spend time together during all our annual summer vacations. My grandfather, a larger-than-life personality, invariably returned home with big baskets overflowing with pine nuts and all kinds of fresh fruits, including very juicy mangoes. Every human being is prone to temptation. And I think of myself more human than others. Of course, I love the phrase, devil in disguise. And my childhood was spent in looking out for opportunities to delve into the naughtiest deeds to quell my need of immediate gratification. While all was quiet and my family was deep in siesta, I would tiptoe to the treasure trove of mangoes and like a skillful thief, gather the fruits that seemed to give me an open invitation for immediate consumption. Perched on the wide windowsill of the locked bathroom, with eyes gleaming in anticipation, I would hungrily attack them, dispensing the peels and the seeds out of the window to form a forgotten pile on the ground. Little did I realize that this evidence did not just disappear into nothingness, but was a complete giveaway about the hunger pangs that I would feel prior to the next meal. In retrospect, it occurs to me that my grandparents knew all about the mischief that I was up to, and yet, by keeping silent about it, inculcated in me a sense of immense joy and complete freedom. Laden with these, we flocked like a family of geese, age no bar, picnicking at the dull lake, Chashmashai, Gulmark, Sonmark, or wherever he chose to take us. Invariably, the natural and beautiful surroundings of undulating hills and valleys, trees of different varieties, heights, and vibrant hues of green, with their branches swaying gently in the breeze, extending smilingly, ready to embrace each other as if they were hobnobbing at a festive social gathering. And in the midst of all this, very much a part and parcel of the scene would be the element of water, either in the form of a lake, a river, 
or even a playful little stream. Having located such a spot, the daris would emerge and be placed appropriately on the grassy slopes and a basket of mangoes would be safely tied to a rock and lowered gently into the running cold waters so that by the time we had finished our picnic, the mangoes would be chilled to perfection for our soul-satisfying consumption. Life was simple, beautiful and smilingly wonderful. I Embrace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer. It's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty. Remember, in this journey of life, you are never alone. And I need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey. Thank you for joining me today on I Embrace and my heartfelt wishes. Stay resilient, stay positive, and most importantly, keep embracing life in all its glory. <laughs>